With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is Friday. Thank God it's Friday. We are here again on this Friday. You know these Friday Let's Ride podcasts are a fun one because in the first half I spout off about whatever else I want to talk about. Second half I give you picks and we finish up with my heart to heart. That's right. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host of this Let's Ride Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast. I'm excited that it's Friday. I really am. I am ready for the weekend. I've Already put up my Christmas tree. Yes, that is right. My family, we love this holiday. We love this holiday season. Not taking anything away from Thanksgiving. We are going to be traveling for Thanksgiving this year. So typically when we get closer to Thanksgiving is when we kind of do all the decorations and stuff. But I, the kids were pumped up the other night and we had Christmas music playing. And uh, you know what? They said, let's put up the tree. I said, eh, what the heck? Yeah, let's put up the tree. Who cares? You know, let's, let's do it. It's to me the the Christmas season, the holiday season is too short to just celebrate it for like December one to December twenty fifth. I love it too much. I love it too much. But I digress. Let's get started with some Pittsburgh Steelers talk. You know, on Wednesday, on my Let's Ride, I talked about how the Pittsburgh Steelers were going through an identity crisis. Talked about you know efficiency on offense and bend don't break on defense. If you if you haven't listened to that one, please go back and check that out after this. Obviously. And this is typically when I, I start to really take a look forward to the Steelers' upcoming game. We all know Week 10, Pittsburgh Steelers are going to host the Cincinnati Bengals, Heinz Field. Hey, reminder, everyone, I've been saying this on multiple podcasts, reminder, it's not a 1 o'clock kickoff. 
So if you ordered something from Steelers.com and it came and they gave you a free refrigerator magnet that had the schedule on it, you might look at it when you close up the refrigerator and say, oh, they play at one o'clock. I love one o'clock kickoffs. I'm glad they play at one. Nope. They play at 425. The NFL flexed this game back from one to 425. So I don't want you sitting down at one saying, all right, let's watch some Steelers. And where are they? They'll be there, just not at one o'clock. So as I was thinking about this upcoming game, thinking about, you know, what's going to matter, what's going to be the deciding factor, what's really going to impact the outcome of this week 10 game, are the Steelers going to stay perfect, the Bengals coming off a of bye, there's all this stuff. And I was like, okay, the X factor. I love that term. I write the article every week. I ask the opposing editors who their X factor is the game for. Dave Schofield and I both chime in for our Pittsburgh Steelers X factor. I ask Dave and Brian who their X factor is on our Steelers preview podcast every Thursday night, which airs on Friday on our audio side. And I just think that it's fun to try to figure out what is going to be the deciding factor. It might be a player. It might be a, an aspect of the game. It doesn't matter. The X factor could be a whole slew of things. And I thought about it as to me, this game, the X factor is the unknown. And you might sit here and think, Jeff, the un- what are you talking about, Jeff? The unknown? Yes, the unknown. Let me explain. There's so much stuff going on right now that we don't know what Sunday is going to look like. No, I'm not predicting the weather or anything like that. I'm talking about right now with the Steelers, think about their COVID-19 situation. Okay, let's start there because you have to. Ben Roethlisberger hasn't been in the facility all week. If he has been, it's just been to get treatment. They have a schedule, so he would come in when no one else is there. Trust me, the NFL has protocols that are in place for a reason. Okay, but even that he might say he might have a team doctor come to his house. I don't know. But nonetheless, he hasn't been practicing. Everything he's been doing is virtual. And I know that Mike Tomlin on Tuesday during his press conference, he said, you know, look, we've unveiled an entire offensive playbook virtually. This is nothing new to us. I get that. But at the same time, there is something to be said about not being in the same room, not looking at the same exact thing with people around you. It's just not the same. Take it from me. I'm a school teacher, my full daytime daytime job, and we are doing virtual learning. It is not the same. Yes, the kids are there. Yes, the kids are turning in work. Yes, the kids are doing something. But at the same time, it is not the same. So when I think about it in that aspect, Ben Roethlisberger and let's not underscore or underestimate the importance of Vince Williams also not being there because it was Roethlisberger, Vince Williams, Gerald Hawkins, and Jalen Samuels who all were told, You have to stay away. You're still going to get tested for COVID-19, but because you are a high contact, high risk because of your contact or or proximity of Vance McDonald, that you cannot be around the team right now. Okay, so that's something that we don't even know what's going to happen. Let's say one of them tests positive. They're definitely out this week, period. Out, not playing. Symptomatic, asymptomatic, does not matter. Not playing. Okay, but if Roethlisberger, let's say, let's just let's just hope that everything goes well, and let's hope that the Pittsburgh Steelers don't have anyone miss any games other than Vance McDonald, who was the one that tested positive. And let's just assume that they play. How will not practicing impact them? Mike Tomlin made it sound like it could actually be a benefit to them, meaning Roethlisberger and Williams in particular have been banged up. They're playing a lot of snaps. 
give them a week off, let their bodies rest. Maybe that is factual, or maybe that's just trying to find a silver lining to a cloud. I don't know. But whatever reason, there's just a lot of unknown. If Roethlisberger can play, holy cow, is that big. If he can't play, that's huge. I don't know if there's anyone, anyone that trusts Joshua Dobbs and or Mason Rudolph right now to be able to go even at home and beat the Bengals. And it's not because of the Bengals. It's not because of anything other than the fact that they haven't played a lot. They haven't proven themselves. We all saw Mason Rudolph, and I, I think as someone said it on Twitter, they are having post-traumatic stress disorder watching Mason Rudolph come in at the end of the first half against the Dallas Cowboys. I am not poking fun at anyone that actually does have PTSD. That's just what they said, not what I said. So there you have that. But nonetheless, there's so much unknown. It goes beyond the COVID stuff, okay? The X factor that is the unknown. What about Roethlisberger's knees? Let's also not forget that Roethlisberger did leave the game against Dallas with the knee injury. Then it was reported by Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network that it was not just one knee, but both knees that he had. He, were, he was banged up. They said the Steelers were, quote-unquote, cautiously optimistic that Roethlisberger would be able to play on Sunday in Week 10 but we don't know what his knees and what, what's it like, why he hasn't been practicing. So we have no practice report. We know that he wouldn't have practiced on Wednesday, why he never does. But we don't know is would he have practiced on Thursday fully? Would he have been a full participant on Friday? We don't know. What's the X factor, the unknown. We continue. Look at the other side of the docket. So the Bengals are coming off a of bye week. Joe Mixon missed the two games prior to that bye week. And he was did not practice. I, I heard that he did some individual stuff, but he did not have any participation in the teamwork. On Wednesday, Joe Mixon being in the lineup is a huge factor. But will he be in the lineup? No one knows. Now, Giovanni Bernard is, is a very capable backup. But at the same time, will he be in the lineup? No one knows right now at least not when this is being recorded. Therefore, since we don't know Mixon's, but that's another unknown. It's another unknown in this AFC North grudge match. It's about to go down on Sunday. Let's go another layer here. The fatigue that the Steelers might be experiencing. You know, I've, I had someone, people say, I, Jeff, do you think that the Steelers are getting tired after that week four bye? Yes, I'm sure they're getting tired. And here you have the Bengals coming off of a bye week. So you have the, a, a fresh Cincinnati Bengals team and a team that a lot of people think could be mentally and physically fatigued coming off of a really tough three game road stretch unknown unknown. And then last, I, I, something I just kind of right before I went on live, I said, my gosh, the tight end depth. Can we talk about that for a second? We know that Vance McDonald's not going to be in there. That leaves Eric Ebron. And you're assuming that Zach Gentry is going to get a helmet for the first time this season after that. Yep. Crickets. No one. No one. They have no one else. So the Steelers tight end depth. This is what I'm trying to get down to uh, to make it very clear to everyone that's listening to this podcast. We can all talk about stats, and I'll, I'll be diving into the stats here in a second. But the one constant in this entire equation, the one variable that's always there is the unknown. Because we can sit here and talk about the Steelers' offensive numbers, but that's if Ben Roethlisberger plays. If Ben Roethlisberger plays, the Steelers' numbers are not even close to the same. Let's give you a, a visual here, even though you're not seeing anything. You get what I'm saying. 
The Steelers right now entering week 10 are averaging 29.4 points per game. Last season, without Roethlisberger, in case you forgot, they averaged 18.8 points per game. That's the difference. That's the difference there, folks. It's not Eric Ebron. It's not Chase Claypool. It's the guy that's calling the shots, and I'm talking about Ben Roethlisberger. So it's this unknown. You know, what if Vince Williams tests positive and he can't play on Sunday? Is Avery Williamson ready? Is he going to be good to go? The unknown. There's so much unknown about this game that I find it to be a tough game to pick. I have no gut feeling as to how this game is going to kind of evolve. So far, I've been pretty pretty spot on with my gut feeling as to not the result, although I've gotten the results right every week because I've picked the Steelers to win every week. But my gut of how the game is going to kind of unfold. For instance, in Tennessee, I predicted that to be a high-scoring game, and it pretty much was. Okay? It pretty much was. A, against Cleveland, I predicted the Steelers to win pretty big. They did. I have no gut feeling on this one. So as I go through these numbers, I want you to keep that X factor in the back of your mind. Yeah, you can get this warm, cozy feeling as I go over some of this stuff. But remember, especially for the Steelers offense, if Ben Roethlisberger can't play, whether it's because of his knees or whether it's because of COVID-19, this changes everything. Everything. You know, it's just like... uh, Cincy Jungle, which is the SB Nation equivalent of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You know, SB Nation has 32 sites, one for every NFL team. I get an email from their editor. Hey, Jeff, would you like to do some editor and editor questions? Yeah, sure. Send them my way. I'll send you mine. This is a very common practice every single week. And so they send me their questions. And I had to say right off the bat, I have to put this at the very beginning. And that is all of my answers are based on Ben Roethlisberger playing. And I said, if he doesn't play, this changes every single one of my answers. Every single one. You know, who does Ben Roethlisberger like to, who's the offense geared towards? Well, if Ben's in there, it's different than if Mason Rudolph or Joshua Dobbs is. So let's keep that in mind. But let's look at some of these numbers before our first break, okay? Let's look at defense first. I want to compare these numbers because sometimes I just like to look at the side-by-side. I like to look at the side-by-side and say, okay, what? where's the advantage? Where's the advantage? So let's look at points per game. I find that to be the most important defensive statistic. You can talk about yards, rushing, yards, passing. If you keep teams off the board, nothing else matters. And I don't even care about ranking in this game. You know, you're not going to hear me say, well, you know, this uh, this is first, second, third, fifth, 24th, doesn't matter. So the Steelers are surrendering 20.1 points per game. I've always said it. 20 points is that that line of demarcation. Keep a team off of 20. If Ben Roethlisberger's in there, you should be able to score more than that and win the game. So while fans would love to see that number go be below 20, at the same time, I like the, the 20.1 I'm not, I'm not complaining about. The Bengals are giving up 26.8 points per game. Let's talk about rushing yards per game. The Steelers have definitely softened up there the past few weeks. They now are giving up 102.8 rushing yards per game. Conversely, the Bengals' rushing yards per game defensively is 144.3. So they're giving up almost 40 yards more than the Steelers are on the ground per game. Passing yards per game, the Steelers are giving up 214.6, and the Bengals are giving up 256.6. 
So there's almost a 40 yard difference. So when you look at it on paper, oh, one more. I forgot. The Bengals have 11 sacks on the season. 11. Trying to get after the quarterback, they have 11 sacks. And oh, by the way, uh, Dunlop just got sent to Seattle before the trade deadline, so he's not going to be there to harass Ben Roethlisberger. The Steelers, on the other hand, lead the NFL with 32 sacks. So when I look at this defensively, advantage Pittsburgh. Advantage Pittsburgh. They almost, the Bengals almost surrender a touchdown more on average a game. They're giving up more on the on the ground. They're giving up more through the air, and they can't get after the quarterback. So advantage Pittsburgh defensively. Let's look at the offense. When I look at the offense, Pittsburgh Steelers are averaging, they're scoring 29.4 points per game. The Bengals are, are scoring 24.3. Not too bad for an offense that's led by a rookie quarterback in Joe Burrow. Next, rushing yards per game. Pittsburgh Steelers 109, Cincinnati Bengals 101.3. Pretty even. Passing yards per game, 232 for Pittsburgh, 260.6 passing yards per game for the Cincinnati Bengals. Maybe you say they've had to throw a ball a lot to get back into games. Obviously, their two-win two record, 2-5-1, and one, I believe, is a record. That would indicate that they have to throw the ball more. I'm not so sure. Here's another key statistic. The Pittsburgh Steelers have surrendered 10 sacks, while the Cincinnati Bengals have given up 28 sacks on the season. Joe Burrow has been under fire since the moment he put on that hideous striped helmet, period. The guy's been harassed like crazy. They can't protect him. They're talking about having some offensive linemen back. I know Fred Johnson's on the COVID list. They have their own COVID issues. He's really the only one that's like a, a, a notable player because Trey Waynes, who was added to the list, is on injured reserve. But still, they can't keep him upright. They can't keep him upright. Okay, so that's just another statistic. Again, you might look at this and say advantage Cincinnati. I don't look at it that way. I see 29.4 points per game to 24.3. The Steelers haven't had to throw the ball except the last two weeks to really win games. Yeah, they had to do it against Baltimore and they had to do it against Dallas. We'll see if they have to do that on the regular now or if that was just a blip on the radar. We shall see. But the Steelers are clearly protecting Ben Roethlisberger, whereas Joe, or I'm sorry, Joe Burrow has basically been like a human pinata for defenses uh, throughout the first eight games of his rookie career. Lastly, turnovers. The Steelers have turned the ball over eight times. The Bengals have turned it over ten times. But the difference is in the differential. The Pittsburgh Steelers are a plus seven. The Bengals are a minus one. So the Steelers obviously taking the ball away much better. Again. On paper, this is one of those games where if the unknowns basically take care of themselves, i.e. Ben Roethlisberger plays, i.e. Vince Williams plays, and there's no physical issues with Roethlisberger's legs and his knees mainly, advantage Pittsburgh on paper. But who wins? Who wins this game? Well, my picks are coming up, folks. That's right. I'm going to pick all the games. We'll talk about this game. And then a little heart-to-heart -heart about teams with some characters on them pittsburgh steelers teams with characters on them stay tuned we'll be right back hey 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of Let's Ride. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and your host on this Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast. I thank you, thank you, thank you for spending some time with me this morning. And I've gotten a lot of great feedback on Twitter and different uh, different platforms of, hey, we love the show, can't wait till Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I can't tell you how appreciative I am of that because when I started this way back when, it, I was shocked if we had 20 people listen, and now we've got well over 2,000 people that listen to every single one of these Let's Ride episodes, so thank you very much. But you don't want to hear me talk about that. What do you want? You want my picks. You want my picks. They're awful. They're horrible. They're atrocious. Any other adjective that you can think of to describe bad picks, that's me, the bad pick guy. So I'm going to give you my picks. I wouldn't suggest you take my picks, but nonetheless, That's what we do every Friday. I'm not going to change it. Why? Because I'm superstitious. Why? Because the Steelers are 8-0. I'm not changing a thing. I haven't even changed my little yard flag since they started winning. It's reversible. I used to do one side for home, one side for away. No, 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 no. That thing hasn't moved since the Steelers were 8 since they started winning. So since the beginning of the season. So I'm not changing a thing. But hold on. I need to find that tape. Where is that tape here? All right. Here we go. Let me get that in the tape player and... There we go. Let's get started. Jeez. Week 10. I can't believe we're in week 10 already. Thursday night, Indianapolis and Tennessee. That was a good one. Washington football team. Let's get started with the 1 o'clock slate. The Washington football team travels to the Detroit Lions. The Washington football team is actually getting four points here. For some reason, the site that we use for our picks is not giving an over-under on this game. I'm not sure why, but I'm actually going to take the Washington football team, even though they're on the road, getting four I think it's going to be close. I like the Washington football team getting four. The Detroit Lions are just, no, they're just the Detroit Lions, period. They always find a way to lose. I think if the Detroit Lions win, it's going to be close. I'll take Washington getting four. That's a risky pick, but I'll take it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're coming off of their worst loss in a long time. Not just this season, a long time. And the Carolina Panthers are coming off a game where they almost upset the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. Tampa Bay goes to Carolina, NFC South matchup. The Buccaneers are giving five and a half points. I have to think that with all the weapons that the Tampa Bay offense has in the defense, still very good. I'm going to take Tampa Bay, win this divisional game, giving five and a half. The over-under set at 50.5. Take the over in this game. I'll take Tom Brady there big time. Houston Texans, they're traveling to the Cleveland Browns. The Browns, as just like the Bengals, are coming off of their bye week. The Houston Texans are actually getting three points. Cleveland's giving them away. It's really just a home field advantage. Kind of surprised by this spread. The over-under set at 50.5. I will take the Cleveland Browns coming off the bye. I think that they're a team that's still going to be hanging around by the end of the season in terms of will they or won't they make the playoffs. They've 
They've had some stinkers before. Look at the Las Vegas game uh, leading into the bye week. I will take Cleveland giving three to cover. I'll take the over in the 50 and a half. We'll see how that pans out there. The mistake by the lake. The Jacksonville Jaguars go to the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers are giving 13 points. This is like a college football spread. Reminded me of last week with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys. They were favored by almost two touchdowns. I was a fool and took the Steelers to cover. I should have known better, but I'm not going to be fooled again. I think Green Bay wins by more than two touchdowns. I'll take the Green Bay Packers at home. The Jaguars, who don't have a quarterback, traveling to Green Bay. Tough place to play. I'll take Green Bay giving 13. The over-under set at 50 and a half. I'll take the under. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Green Bay is going to be up. They're going to dominate, and then they'll probably be able to sit some guys at the end. Philadelphia Eagles go to the New York Giants. Shockingly, Philly giving three in this situation. New York's coming off a win over the Washington football team. Philadelphia giving three. I will take Philly to cover. I think they're the best team in the NFC East. I'm sorry, the NFC least. The over-under set at 44.5. That's pretty low. I'm going to take the over. Take Philly giving three. The Los Angeles Chargers. Now we're getting to the 405 games. Los Angeles Chargers go across country to play the Miami Dolphins. Suddenly, Holy cow, where did the Miami Dolphins come from? The Miami Dolphins with two at quarterback have won the last two weeks coming off their bye week. They're now right in the middle of playoff contention. The Chargers are maybe the toughest nut to crack when it comes to what's going on. Did they, they're winning games, and it's like they're pulling the Atlanta Falcons move, blowing leads late in games. I love Herbert, their quarterback. The Chargers are getting two and a half on the road here. Call me crazy. I'm going to take the Chargers getting two and a half. The over under 48 and a half. I'll take the over. A lot of people take the Dolphins and I get it, but I'll take the Chargers getting points. Next, the Buffalo Bills, 405 slate. They go across country to the desert to play the Arizona Cardinals. The Bills are getting one and a half. The Bills are getting one and a half, but there's something about Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and that team. Kyler Murray is fun to watch. Would hate to go against him all the time, but they're fun to watch. I like the Cardinals at home, giving one and a half. The over-under set at 56. Take the over. This one could be a high-scoring affair. It could be the battle of quarterbacks with Josh Allen and Kyler Murray, two sophomore quarterbacks. I like Kyler Murray, though, better than I do Josh Allen. I'll take the Cardinals, giving one and a half. Next, the Denver Broncos go to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. The the Raiders are giving five. The over-under is set at 50 and a half. This is a divisional game, AFC West action. I like the Raiders giving five to cover. I feel like the Raiders are a team that's going to be in contention, and they're right there on the playoff cusp already. Denver seems to be a lost cause. Drew Locke is a tough, tough character. He almost brought him back against Atlanta last week, but it didn't. I think it might be close, but I think Vegas is going to win by a touchdown. So get take Vegas giving, giving five and take the over of 50 and a half. Next, the Seattle Seahawks, the Los Angeles Rams. Seattle goes to L.A. Seattle's getting one and a half. I can't believe it. I know they got beat last week by Buffalo, but they're getting one and a half. This was a no-brainer for me. Take the Seattle Seahawks getting one and a half. Over-under set at 55 and a half. Take the over. The San Francisco 49ers at 425. Go to New Orleans. The San Francisco 49ers are so beat up, it's ridiculous. They have so many injuries from Nick Bosa to George Kittle. Richard Sherman's supposed to be coming off injured reserve. We'll see how that pans out. The Saints are coming off a huge win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday Night Football. I will take the New Orleans Saints giving nine. Giving nine. Take the Saints giving nine. They're at home. It's going to be a tough place to play for San Fran. And I'll take the under of 49. The over-under set of 49. Last, Sunday Night Football. We're skipping over the Steelers. We'll get to them in a second. 
Sunday Night Football, the 8-20. Baltimore Ravens, New England Patriots. If Tom Brady were there, this game would be electric. But he's not. Cam Newton's there. It's just not the same. Newton looks rusty as all get out. He looks rough around the edges. The Patriots did find a way, barely, to beat the winless New York Jets on Monday Night Football. The Baltimore Ravens are coming off of a tough win against the Indianapolis Colts. This is a tough game to pick for me because Baltimore is giving seven on the road. New England is still well coached. New England's not going to be an easy win. Baltimore typically does well in New England. I'll take Baltimore to win and to cover the seven. I think Baltimore's starting to get their mojo back. But the over-under set at 43 and a half. I'll take the under in this game. Monday Night Football, the Minnesota Vikings. Who picks these Monday Night games? They're awful sometimes. The Minnesota Vikings, they're red hot. Dalvin Cook might be the best running back in the NFL right now. Minnesota Vikings travel to the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears have no quarterback. Nick Foles is not the same Nick Foles that they had in Philadelphia when he won on a Super Bowl. Minnesota on the roads giving two and a half. I'll take the Vikings. Over under set at 44 and a half. I will take the over. Now, let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to the Pittsburgh Steelers. 425 kickoff, Heinz Field, Week 10. This is the first time that Joe Burrow has gone against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's his indoctrination to this rivalry. He's not sure what to expect. I get it. I get it. He, is, he does not know what he's about to walk into. The Pittsburgh Steelers are giving seven. When I made this pick, it was six and a half. It's gone up to seven. My guess is that they have a good feeling that Roethlisberger is going to play with a touchdown. I like the Steelers to win and cover. The over-under set at 40. Five and a half. Again, it said at 45 and a half. I'm going to say take the over. I like the Steelers in this game. I talked about it in the earlier segment. On paper, it's the Steelers defense that I think will actually turn the tide. You can say what you want about the rush defense. If Tyson Alawalu and Mike Hilton can play, we know that that run defense is a million times better with them in the lineup. We'll see. It's another one of those unknowns that I talked about. I'm going to go with the Steelers. 37 to 23. I think Joe Burrow is going to bring them back and score some points later in the game. The Steelers, though, are going to keep their foot on the gas pedal and win 37 to 23. No, the fans aren't going to be happy giving up 23 points to the Bengals, but the Bengals' offense is not bad. They're not a bad group. Tyler Boyd, Joe Burrow, AJ Green, um, Higgins, Mixon, Bernard, they have weapons, but I like the Steelers. 37 to 23. All right, man. My goodness, that's a lot. So let's finish this thing up the way we have been. Big shout out. I do this every Friday to Jerry Cherry Band. Jerry's the one that told me, he said, you should do a heart to heart, heart to heart segment to finish out the week. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do that. That's fine. I can talk about whatever I want. Heart to heart. And it's because my last name is Hartman. Okay, H-A-R-T, heart to heart. You get it. You get it. Anyways, I was thinking about my youth, and this stemmed from on Twitter, which you can follow me at jhartman underscore pit, P-I-T, for Pittsburgh. So it's jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. Someone just made a comment on one of my posts. Tweets, we were tweeting back and forth, and this the, the person's image on Twitter was a mug that had that iconic picture of Bill Cower with the chin sticking out, the headset on. I was like, oh my gosh, where did you get that mug? He said, I don't know. My wife got it for me a couple years ago for my birthday, or maybe it was the holidays. I'm not sure. And I was like, man, that's that's awesome. 
That's awesome. What a motivational mug that is. You know, you wake up in the morning, you see the chin staring at you. You're ready to go. You're ready to go. You feel like Greg Lloyd as he's hitting him on the shoulder pads, rush the passer. We all know that famous clip. But I started to think about the teams that I've gotten to see since I've been old enough to remember. And those teams, the 1994 team was probably the first team that I really remember. And we're talking about, you know, the the Blitzburg defense with Green and Lloyd and Chad Brown, LaVon Kirkland, Barry Foster that year, um, Eric Green at tight end, Yancey Thigpen, some really good football teams. And I started to think about, you know, as as I got older and as the seed, the teams changed, the faces and the names changed, you know, Jerome Bettis, you have Heinz Ward, you get to Joey Porter, James Harrison, Lamar Woodley, Troy Polamalu. Obviously, they, they, you think about the comparisons like Rod Woodson, stuff like that. Man, those were some, for me, those were some lovable teams that had some great characters on them. Great characters. And you think about Joey Porter and his antics. You think about, you know, Heinz Ward and him just smiling all the time and getting underneath the opposing team's skin. And I started to think, is this team have that same type of lovable characters on it? Even go back a few years ago when Brett Kiesel was still there. He was, you know, the beard and and he he was just a character. I don't know if they have those this year. And I don't think it's the player's fault, by the way. I don't think it's the player's fault. If I blame anything, I blame it on COVID-19. Because right now, the media is not allowed in the locker room. They're not allowed in there to actually talk to someone like Kevin Dotson, who has played extremely well when called upon this year. And he is a character and a half. Every time he's been in put in front of the zoom calls, he never disappoints, but then again, you're not getting to see these, these type of, you're not getting to know these players as well as you used to. And I hope that sometime down the road, I don't know when things go back to way they were because when you got to go inside the locker room, I'll never forget Greg Lloyd after winning the AFC championship game in 1995, dropping the F-bomb in the locker room on live television as he's holding the Lamar Hunt trophy. And I just can't, you don't get those right now. And that's really frustrating as fans. But I was asking myself, is this team that, I mean, you think about the great players. Roethlisberger's been there forever, but he's basically a coach. He's not going to give you bulletin board material. He's just going to stay, say the status quo, toe the company line, and that's fine. TJ Watt is a phenom, but he's the same way. I am trying to find the characters on this team. It's just tough. I mean, yeah, I think Eric Ebron would definitely be one, but again, no one's got it. No one's hearing from Eric Ebron every week, unless the media, the public relations team says, Hey, you're going to have Eric Ebron at this time. So you can ask him questions. It's frustrating. Juju. We know is a character. Now that I kind of talk it out, I I really wish this team was able to to have a, a the benefit of <clears throat> sixty five plus thousand fans in the seats at Heinz Field and to have the media you know really be there and to get to know these players. It's it's the one real main down. We're all happy. Trust me, we're all happy that football's back, but at the same time, it's missing something. It's missing something. So there's my heart to heart. That shouldn't take away from the fact that this game this Sunday is huge. The Steelers win. They move to 9-0 on the season. They'd move to 9-0, and they would keep their distance from everyone else in the division, keep their distance ahead of Kansas City in the AFC race, and stay perfect. That's what it's all about. 
that's what it's all about. This is going to be a good game. I think it's going to be very entertaining to watch. So make sure you're tuning in on Sunday at 425 and make sure you're tuning into BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. We have film rooms, predictions, breakdowns, commentary, you name it. We have it all, period. And then also make sure wherever you get your podcasts, you check us out there because there's so many podcasts that you might be missing. Obviously, you have my one day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Let's Ride. Tuesday's Live Mike, Thursday's the Steelers Stat Geek. In the afternoon, you have things like the Steelers Preview. You have the Steelers Hangover, Know Your Enemy, the Scobro Show. I could go on. And the weekend content's great. And I, I this is good stuff. Wherever you find your podcast, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, and you'll find us. Subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I will see you, or you'll hear me, if you want to watch on YouTube, you can, on the post-game show this Sunday after the Steelers game. So be there or be square. It's Friday, folks. Hope you have a great weekend plan. In the meantime, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Go Steelers. Here we go. Have a great weekend. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.